What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Justin BP, a.k.a. Subculture Vulture. Today, I got my boy Absun T with me. What's poppin', G? What's going on, man? How you feeling? What's cracking? I'm feeling good, honestly. It's been a it's been a heavy day, but, you know, I'm here, so I got a smile on my face. Yeah, That's good. Bro. So, yeah, man. Always gotta be smiling. Bro. Always, man. You know, you feel me? Stand Can't let high. that negative energy get anywhere. Right, bro. Look. Let me tell you, Stan Lee died today, and so I've just been trying to keep my composure when dealing with my daily activities. I was I was all in class today, just like screaming. Like before I even got to where I had to go, mm-hmm. um, I just saw it pop up on my phone. I actually sent my friends a voicemail of me screaming, like <laughs> in my phone, because I was that upset. And so you know. I'm sorry for your loss, man. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. You know, people die, but we're here, so, you know. (laughs) Yeah. So, tell everybody a little bit about your lyrics, because I found your lyrics very interesting. Thank you. Um, So, uh, my lyrics... Um, you want me to tell them about uh, like a uh, particular song or how? How you like just create them? What goes through your mind? Like, do you sit down on a song and just write random bullshit, or do you try to like? What do? You, how do you make your lyrics? So, I have multiple ways in which uh, I come up with the content that I do for my song. So, um, if I'm just feeling like a certain vibe, or I just want to encapsulate a certain feeling or emotion um, and it just hits me then you know whatever words come to mind I'll just sit down and put them on paper or put them on my phone Um, other times uh, you know I would just try to kind of forge something out of the blue just to see what I would come up with Mm -hmm. and uh, other times you know I'd just be walking just doing something medial uh, something ordinary and all of a sudden I just get this idea in my head and now I have to also, you know, log it and have to put it somewhere so I can remember to build on it later. And from there, um, it just kind of goes its own path. I don't really try to rush it after I get that first initial thought or that first initial phrase. And then I'll, I'll, I'll sit on it for X amount of days or X amount of hours. And when I feel the need to come back and write some more, then, you know, I just add it on. And eventually... Um, I'll kind of tweak with what I have and if I don't like it then you know, I'll scrap it or I'll replace a word to make it sound a little more uh, logical or you know uh, just to have that effect that I want mm-hmm. and um, from there you know I keep it all the way until I reach the studio sometimes like uh, when I'm recording music I won't I won't uh, necessarily use lyrics that I have like recently I always pull from something I've crafted like maybe months or years ago mm-hmm. and so when people are just like yo that was pretty cool when did you make that nah, and, a know, while ago a while ago like <laughs> two years ago you feel me so <laughs> finally found the right beat to spit it on yeah that's that's another thing too like I just I just wanted to come out well and so uh, organically yeah yeah, yeah, that's always that's always like half of the battle, you know. Yeah, your shit's never like some regular shit though, and I really appreciate that. Thank you. I always try to come from left field with whatever mm-hmm. I uh, put out. But if, if I put out some regular stuff, it's it's probably 
for is is it's probably a reason why it's going to sound like that. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's not going to stay like that. What I mean by that is like your lyrics aren't like fucking bitches getting money. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like you yeah. got some like deep meaningful shit, and I really appreciate that. Thank you, man. Yeah, I, I always try to uh, um, encode you know uh, different meanings and emotions within my lyrics, mm-hmm. and so. I kind of take inspiration from just different forms of media, mm-hmm. um, whether it be uh, a video game, and I just think it's so deep and profound to like just simple. So, movies. which video games do you think are deep and profound? Man, honestly, a video game that I think is really deep and profound is Journey. You ever played Journey before? No, I've never. Bro, played it came out a while. It came back. It came out during like the PS3 era, mm-hmm. but they put it back on the PS4. And the game has no dialogue whatsoever. Hmm. It's just you, this person, and you're just traveling across like different environments. It kind of sounds like Rhyme. Have you played that? It's probably not the same kind of gameplay, but it has no dialogue. It's just like... Mm-hmm. Have you played Rhyme? I haven't. Oh. I, th- I think I heard about it before. It's art I... style. is weird. It's like Wind Waker. Zelda Wind Waker-esque. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I got you. Yeah, the, man, I'm just telling you. Like, I just feel like people have a lot of good ideas that get overlooked and I just feel like that happens in every in every form of art oh definitely yeah and I just hate that it, it happens so common like but when those um, titles always get that recognition I'm always standing up and giving applause because it's just like yes yeah it makes me feel you know that I'm winning too just because they get that shine whatever it may, uh, may be so, I feel that on a spiritual level. I'd you. love to see my boys like do some. Yeah, you know. man. Yeah, Self reflection, bro. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. Have you ever played Kingdom Hearts? Bro, let me. That tell That is you. a game that I think is deep and profound. So I just got into Kingdom Hearts like a week ago. I just really. Yeah, my friend Ventrell. I just bought his copy uh, for like twenty dollars. He was just like, "Yeah, bro, I got a new edition coming in. Come and get these old ones. I'll give it to you for twenty. I'm like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just I just got into it, and I'm trying to play it uh, chronologically. So I'm starting off with Birth by Sleep. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to find <laughs> out. <I'm> yeah. Find <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, it's good to actually play them chronologically. Because yeah. like, you'll be able to, if you go from that game to the next, you'll mm-hmm. understand some things more as you go. Right. Because if you play one, it's like the first one they made, but it's like, what the fuck is going on? Right, you know? yeah, man. <laughs> I know it has something to do with like time travel and like different dimensions. Uh, so, oh no, uh, I'm wrong. Oh well, never mind. <laughs> it has something to do with different dimensions. Different but dimensions, not time travel. I feel you. I feel you. Well, yeah, like it depends on what you mean by dimensions as well. Like, I guess it's it's more so like different worlds, as they like to call it. Okay, yeah, yeah. See, see, trying to <laughs> project shit. And I end up. <laughs> doing it's this all to good. It, no, I, at least it might be, but I never got that impression. Be. So you might be on to something. I'm not. Hey, man. You know, I guess uh, for interpretation. I yeah, exactly. Ex- no, dude. Especially with that game, like everything is for fucking interpretation. Because <laughs> everything is like way the fucking left field. Like I feel you. you yeah. never know what the fuck's going on. Man, that's crazy. Like I wanted to start. I wanted to start at the at the first one that they mm-hmm. made, but I was so afraid that if I jumped from the one that I started with to um, the one that I was trying to go to, like, the controls would just be, like, so out of whack and different. I don't know, mm-hmm. are, are, they, are they similar or... 
every game is generally similar, but mm-hmm. like there's new things they'd add. Mm-hmm. And then like so if if you're gonna be playing them like chronologically and like how they're like tie in to the story, like you're saying you're playing Birth by Sleep first, mm-hmm. you you'll like lose some features okay. for the next one, and then like you'll gain them back differently and later on. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like yeah. they they made each game like different to make it feel like a different game Mm -hmm. but they kept like the same kind of style that makes sense yeah I got you I got you have you ever played uh, Final Fantasy Dissidia is that the one on the phone no no it actually came out on like no 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 yeah that's the fighting one with all the different characters right yeah I saw the second one came out yeah low key I'm not I didn't get the one for PS4 but I was so amped about the ones uh, coming out on like the portables and the handhelds yeah, that yeah. I was like you know I, I'd try it but I don't know it just it just feels too arcadey like the old ones feel arcadey but this one feels just like they ripped it straight from the arcade and tried to yeah, get yeah this one I didn't even look into it because it just seemed like a cash grab high key it was just like all the like hyped characters from like Final Fantasy and it's like miss me with that I'll yeah, just go play the games like right. Which, what, you played all the Final Fantasies or just a good bit of them? Honestly, man, I haven't even scratched the surface. I began to play Final Fantasy VII just because of word of mouth and, yeah. you know, uh, the reception that it got. But I didn't even finish. I got to the point where, like, I just got uh, Vincent on my team. Just, mm-hmm. like, uh, dude with the red coat. I mean, he badass, but just, like, yeah, that's the only part that I uh, <laughs> left off at. So <laughs> I really, I really don't know too much. I mean, I've seen the ending, so I'm really just playing just to yeah. play it. So, um, but I'd he, suggest ten. Ten? ten. ten is my favorite. Nice. Final Fantasy ten and thirteen. Thirteen, bro. I was lightning gonna, is like the shit. I love lightning. You like lightning? I have a friend that that really enjoys lightning. Man, <laughs> so I'll give it. I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. I played the demo for thirteen two. Mm-hmm. Was that the? They only came yeah, out two the, one time. Yeah, okay. there was thirteen and thirteen two, and thirteen two was about Lightning's sister. Mm, okay. It's it's pretty cool though. It, it's it's pretty dope. I got you. I'm gonna have to check that out, man. I'm gonna check it out. The, if you like time travel and dimensions, that thirteen two is that's the game the you would want to play. I feel you. I feel you. I I think the only because that's what you like the whole point of the game. Really? Yeah, you gotta like travel to different times, mm-hmm. and you like fix the paradoxes and shit. Mm, it's pretty dope. That makes sense. Okay, because I know the whole time, like, uh, when the game first came out, they were promoting, like, the the Cloud Strife outfit for her. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what, why does she have this outfit? Oh, no, you're talking, okay. So, uh, the one that I think, yeah, where Lightning gets different suits. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a different game. That was a different game? That game was trash. Oh, man. That okay. game was trash. <laughs> no, that game, it wasn't even really story. It was just kind of like a... It was cool gameplay, mm-hmm. but like just the whole aesthetic and like the story mm-hmm. sucks, man. But thirteen is where it's at with story. I got you. And then ten as well. Ten is the most captivating story ever, in my opinion. Okay, that's the one with like with Titus. Know, with Titus. Oh, so like they're all on like and the beach and shit. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I mean, yeah, it's on it's on a bunch of different shit, but Titus is my favorite. I got you. What uh what attracts him? I know I know you supposed to ask me the question, but uh no, what attracts him as a character to you? What makes him stand out? I always liked his pants. Okay. Like look like I guess high key, but like he had like one as like a pant and one as a short. You uh, know what I'm saying? Yeah. One leg was pants and yeah. one leg was a shorts, and like I always thought that was cool. Yeah. And then his like like his uh. I guess it's like a sword that he like is known for. It's like a water sword. Mm. It's like made out of water. So it like it's pretty cool, okay. in my opinion. 
I got you. He he on some uh, b boy type shit. Yeah, dude. It was. <laughs> it, it, he just appealed to me, dude. I don't know why. He just looked dope as fuck as like a mo- like a character model. You know. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. His uh, his outfit was very dynamic. Yeah, he's also in uh, the city. Uh, mm-hmm. The first one that I played. I'm like, okay, yeah. He kind of looked like that. that he's in Kingdom character. Hearts as well. Really? Yeah. Kingdom oh. Hearts is is a mixture between Final Fantasy and Disney. Mm. If you did not know. Mm, okay. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because I used to see Cloud and like uh, Sephiroth mm-hmm. and like the I think uh, Kingdom Hearts two. They're in two. Yeah. So when I get to that point, I'm a uh, I'm a big fan girl. Honestly, those those are my <laughs> Cloud is pretty characters. dope. I'm just not a Cloud fanboy, but like I, I know he's dope. Like yeah, he nice. He nice. I think he's a. It's like know. Mario to me or something. You yeah, know, it's like yeah. it's like iconic, but it's like it's just whatever. It's just yeah. it's he's it. You he's know? there. Yeah. Or Drake. You know, it's just he's, <laughs> he's the there. T- he's there. Yeah. Everybody knows him. I don't want to fucking care about him. Right. Come back ten years later, he's still gonna be there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man. So what made you start making music? So, you want the long version or you want the? I want the long version. You want the long version. So check this out, man. Um, it all started 11th grade year in high school. Um, I ran into two of my friends on this field trip to Georgia because we were exploring colleges. We were all part of a uh, an after school program called Brick, mm-hmm. and you know their whole initiative is to get kids into college. And so we're on this trip, um, and you know we all just sitting together, and all of a sudden someone has this bright idea to start rapping i'm like okay cool you know i'm kind of into words and music and i want to try my hand at it so we all take turns going into the cypher obviously like they're the better ones because they've been in that realm for so long Mm -hmm. and so me uh just from an outsider's perspective i'm just looking at like wow i wonder how they learned to do this Mm -hmm. because i was completely in shock you know um i really hadn't been exposed to hip hop or um, that that caliber of music since like forever ago, mm-hmm. or unless it was mainstream. Like if it if it wasn't mainstream for me, then it didn't get listened. Well, at least by me. But um, I feel I was like that as a kid too. Yeah, I mean it was it was hard not to, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, that's know. what I try to tell people too who make mm-hmm. music: make music for the kids. For you the will kids. be immortalized. I'm saying, man. Look, every time a movie wants to be successful, kids, kids, they come out with the toys, man. They mm-hmm. they know how to permeate themselves. But um, you know, so we're all just freestyling and rapping and rhyming, and uh, you know, I'm trying to get on a level at this point. Uh, so I'm just like, what do y'all do? I was like, oh, okay, yo, we we join this this uh, we join this organization called Forward Arts, and every Wednesday there's this thing called Word Crew. And, you know, um, it's not just rap, but it's also poetry. So, yeah, we meet every Wednesday. And uh, if you're interested, I'll just let the coordinators know. And you can just come through on one meeting. And just, if you like it, then, you know, it's cool. But if you don't, don't worry about it. So, uh, we come back from the trip. I come to a meeting. And I loved it. You know, I was hooked. And at this point, um, I think... It took me a while to actually go to one of the meetings, so I think I first started maybe at the end of 11th grade going into my senior year, and um, 
you know, so I'm just trying to get better with the craft and, you know, better with the skill. I had written things before, but um, not on the level that I think it would be, um, so to speak, you know, good or it, it, it wouldn't be my best work. So, you know, uh, I go to the meetings and, you know, they're throwing every types of things at us uh, in terms of like different like literary tools, prompts, mm -hmm. you know, just to get you thinking uh, so far and whatnot. And so, you know, I continued my time there while I was in high school. Um, and every like Thursday, one, one Thursday out of the month, they had a open mic. And so um, I got into the habit of writing something so I can perform for the open mic. Sometimes I would actually write something at the open mic mm -hmm. just to perform it there. Mm -hmm. And so uh, this went on for about the whole senior year. And, you know, uh, I developed a, a real love and real passion for it, not just to impress people, but just because I felt like I could articulate myself in a way that I couldn't before. Mm -hmm. And um, You I can show your emotion and express it. And, yeah, right, I feel that. Right. And so, um, you know, I get to college 2014. Uh, I stick with it. You know, um, it's word crew is just for high school students. So it was really just up to... Uh, the members just to keep up with you know their craft and their practices and um, I don't venture too far away from the actual organization uh, geographically because mm -hmm. I'm still in the city of Baton Rouge but for a moment um, I'm just off to myself just trying mm -hmm. to figure out how to be successful with this college shit and so um, how old I'm, are you 22 22 I turned 23 Two months from now, January. Okay, that's so, what's up. Yeah, man. It's so you're like two years in college and so far? Oh, no, I'm finna graduate. Oh, you're finna yeah, graduate. I'm finna graduate. Yeah, this is my I, been, I forgot when I went to college, so like the time lapse in my head is just like... I feel you. you know what I mean? Yeah, man. No, nah, it's it's definitely, a, it's definitely a blur like once you get to the end of, you know, the end of it all. But, um, you know, throughout, throughout college, uh, I stick with poetry more than I do rap. Mm -hmm. And... Um, it gets to a point where I convert that poetic, um, those poetic aspects that I've been working on for so long into uh, my rap. You know, so I, I try it, and I just fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. I still do poetry, of course, but what kind of poetry do you do normally? Man, honestly, I couldn't even tell you because. Do you do like slam poetry, or do you do just normal? Like I, I don't know too much about poetry. Yeah. First of all. But, like, I, I've only seen, like, I've seen a few different styles of poetry, but I don't know yeah. to label them. I got you. Nah, you uh, you pretty much hit it on the head. Uh, Just so normal and slam? Normal and slam. I mean, pretty much. I mean, you know, there's always deviations of yeah. the two. But, um, yeah, a little bit of both. Uh, slam poetry is is a heavy aspect in my actual, uh, my actual raps. And when I just want to write something... Um, I guess quote unquote normal uh, I'll just put my thoughts on a page and you know just let them run and hopefully I come up with something that I like but yeah uh, every time that I want something to be hard hitting um, I kind of use that that slam mode mm -hmm. that I've been taught and you know that I'm so familiar with and that's how I come up with like some of my best work like um, if I can name a work that I have now uh, Broken Papyrus mm -hmm. um, the one that I did with my friend Old Spanish um that I feel like that came from a place uh, of just trying to make an impact so much, and I think that's like the whole objective of slam is just to make your impact in 
the time that you have allotted. And, you know, I just kind of took that aspect that I wanted to make an impact in the time that I had. And so, mm-hmm. um, from that uh, mindset came my verse and, you know, how I wrote it and how I um, wanted it to be produced. And so every time I go to a live show, it's almost like if I don't have Spanish with me anywhere, then I would just perform my verse in an acapella style because I feel like that's one of the strongest ways it can be received. Mm -hmm. And um, I do that for a lot of my works, but uh, for that one uh, in particular, I just feel like it it has so much power. And so I just want it to be received as raw as possible. So... Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. So yeah, man, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a tricky thing for me also because I feel as if, um, whenever I do perform the verse, there's so much energy that I have to watch um, when I when I actually rap it because I end up getting excited mm-hmm. just because I'm performing the verse and I'm you know I didn't made it through the whole the whole one minute. And now I'm just gonna get choked up. Like um, <laughs> I think the first time I actually decided to do it in acapella style, like I was just so excited that I couldn't finish the verse. Like I had to keep restarting and keep <laughs> uh, pausing and going, pausing and going. So, but yeah, <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah, not a lot of people do acapella. High key, honestly, like, and I feel like they'll do the, the little fake acapella where they like drop the beat for a second, say a few words, and then it drops back and in. Drop yeah. back in, yeah. I like that tactic too. To I do too, but it gets old, mm-hmm. you know. Can't use it too much. But yeah, high key, high key. So, do you want to preview a little track for somebody while we take a break? Yeah, we could do that. Let's do that. So, yeah. tell them which one we're gonna be about to be playing. Um, so this one is called Cosmic Foods. Uh, I recorded this track two months ago. No, not two months. About four months ago. I did it over the summer. And um, I did it with my friend, Luke K. He's a producer. He's a very good producer. You should check him out when you get a chance. And, uh, and yeah, that's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> all right, well, here it is, and we'll be right back. Shadow from dumpsters. Can't you hear the rain crashing on the drainage systems? The metal cow, you either swim to shore or stay a victim. Apparatus in the duffel bag, cause that plant taking lungs like that church taking tongues out of movement. Pacify my waters to the rope, the first the nooses. And more so, a gallon of debris. Be unreceptive. Silver discourse, thoroughly coarse in my book of bones. Frequently seeking the frequencies all to atone. The feedback fed the wrong vessel, so it seems. But I will find genetics in the crevice of my genes. I grieve for the farmer and the seed. God's karma when it leaves the road is empty, so I speed. All this eve, I'm gone. Hey. All this eve, I'm gone. Blind for a second, real people feel essence, weak minds will 
I don't know. It's, it's such a cool feeling. Like, it really is. Have you felt it? Low-key, I think I'm starting to feel it more um, as I do, as I continue, like, with my art and just having to, I don't know, it, I think it just feels so cool to me whenever I could just be like, okay, what do I want to do today? Um, my friends are having a show. I know I got to go hang out with my my close video game pal friends in real life. You know, what can I do? And nine times out of ten, I'll just end up doing music. <laughs> and so, you know, you know this, that's just how I feel because I feel as if if you just keep feeding that part of yourself, um, then you gain more benefits, uh, you know, and you learn more about yourself. Like, I just feel like it's a it's a plan. You just have to keep it watered, you know? So you're putting in work. Putting in work, basically. Yeah. I mean, you know, I still hang out with my video game friends, but, you know, when I got a show, I know business is business. Mm-hmm. Business is business. That's all it is, man. It's just business. Yeah, honestly. But, you know, at the same time, you got to keep the child in, you know, the, the child inside of you alive because that's yeah. where I feel like it all stems from, you know? Bro, like, some funniest shit happened to me the other day. Speaking, I just thought about it when we said child because mm-hmm. it, it involved. So, I, on, when Fortnite Mobile came out, mm-hmm. I had, like, joined a random squad to do, like, a challenge for the day or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it was these four kids, these three kids. And then so they, like joined my party after that match mm-hmm. while I was still in the lobby and then they all like sent me a message to do like I didn't know they were kids at first so they sent me like a message to like do like a four way call because at that point they didn't have the vo- the voice thing in the mobile app mm-hmm. so I was like fuck yeah I'll talk to these people I don't mind so we can play another squad match or whatever mm-hmm. so I call and it's these three little kids and it was the funniest shit I only played one game with them because I felt like the creepy you know, like the creepy guy. Yeah. So I was like, I'll play one match with y'all, then I gotta go like take care of my kids. Like, I'll see y'all later. <laughs> like, oh no. But like, okay. So the other day, I was driving with my boy, and we were headed to go pick some shit up. Mm-hmm. And I get this fucking no caller ID phone call, and I'm like, I'm gonna fuck with whoever's trying to fuck with me right now, because I know nobody my age is gonna be calling me like this. Right. So I answered the phone like, "Hello, who is this?" And they're like, they shouted out my fucking like my username on oh, ps4 oh, and i was goodness. like how the fuck y'all know this <laughs> i was like who the hell is this and he's like yeah man you want to play some fortnite oh. and i was like i was like what the fuck who is who, where's your mom at like <laughs> let me talk to your mom it was a funny he kept saying like vulgar things to me i was like i'm gonna hang up the phone oh, right man. now Yo, bro. that shit was hilarious though and then he got and then he fucking facetimed me Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm sitting in the car, like, fucking smoking, and then I get a call, FaceTime call. I was like, boy, if you don't... Mm-hmm. Let me tell your parents what the fuck you doing. All right, right up here, playing on people's phones and shit. You got something for you. Calling a grown-ass man on FaceTime. All right. You finna talk to moms, you finna catch a decent ass with him. It's over. It's over for the game, man. <laughs> it's over with. <laughs> but yeah, nah, low-key. Oh, man, there was this one time where... uh uh, I was playing Black Ops. This was back when Black Ops One was still kind of number big. one. Yeah. yeah, bro, that's that's one of my favorite shooters of all time. Oh yeah. Oh man, so many memories. Go but play it now, and you won't feel the same. I won't feel the same. I no. know I won't. Oh, and that's the thing. Like, oh. nostalgia is a bitch. It is. It is. It was so great when you were playing it then, because your friends, you were playing with your friends, and blah blah blah. You thought you loved that map just because of what it was then. Right. Go play it now. It sucks. Like, Same thing with Codename Kids Next Door for me. 
because I used to love that show. What? Like as a kid, I remember every episode. Mm-hmm. I went back and watched it, and I was like, "Who the fuck wrote this?" I was <laughs> like, "This show sucks ass." Why did I love it so much? Oh man, you know, uh, I don't know. I've I've kind of curated my memory on on certain uh, TV shows to where, you know, I just have those favorites, and I mm-hmm. just leave it at that. Like every other sh- every other episode is just. You know, just whimsical for me. Like mm-hmm. I don't really pay too much attention to it. But um, I remember uh, specifically from Codename Kids Next Door, two episodes that that were, that just stuck out to me. It was uh, one they were kind of having like the rock musical when they're all in the cafeteria, and you know the grandma kept feeding them shit, mm-hmm. and it's almost like oh wait, like it's getting real. Like you know they're getting all these things thrown at them. And eventually they made it out, but you're just like, how did they make it out all of all that chaos? And the second one, um, dang, what was the second one? Do you remember the the Dragon Ball Z ripoff? I remember that one. <laughs> yeah, bro. I didn't know Dragon Ball Z was that popular to mm. the point where other shows were oh, yeah. you know, doing that type of thing. I'm like, what? Okay. Dragon Ball has always been like solidified in like pop culture. That's like one of the it's it's like what we were talking about. It's like the Drake of like anime. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everybody knows fucking Dragon Ball. Everybody knows Jack. Well, I ain't gonna lie, man. As as DBZ fans, we get exploited so much. You know, Adidas just came out with like a Dragon Ball. Yeah, dude. Line. Yeah. I was so mad because I wanted a pair. I wanted to sell type sneakers. Have you seen them? Mm-hmm. And I don't really get sneakers, but I'm just like you know. For this I only want these because it's Dragon Ball. This is Dragon Ball, right? Yeah, they try to explain. Did you watch guys. Super? I saw Super. Well, all of it. I saw parts. So, I didn't watch the fillers, mm-hmm. but I saw like parts of the main story arc. So I know what happens at the beginning. I think the whole show is filler. So I don't, so you skipped the whole thing, did you? Yeah. No, no. Um, I came back for the tournament of power. Okay. I came back and I saw that it. whole fucking arc was filler. That was like even the fight with Jiren was filler. It like was how you like, gonna fight the dude? And even then, like, every arc was just filler. Like it really was. Man. Even in the actiony shit, it was like I don't know. It wasn't satisfying. It was cool. It wasn't. I love the characters. Like I wish they would have did a good job. Like I love the characters. Like Goku Black, Jiren. Like mm-hmm. all of the characters are awesome as fuck. Right. I just wish they dove into them better. Better. Like the you. first two, the first two, uh, the first two arcs were pretty cool in my opinion. When he fought Beerus and then when he fought Frieza, mm-hmm. like those were pretty cool. But then after that, it just started getting too wild. Like yeah, you know what I mean? They they were trying to be experimental with it, and I can I could tell. My favorite uh, my favorite arc would would have had to have been the Trunks arc. Just because I love Trunks overall, that's my favorite mm-hmm. DBC character, and I just feel like they they really humanized him. Like, you know, um, it got to the point where he 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 experienced so much that like he caught PTSD. Basically, mm-hmm. like he saw his mom die, he saw his mentor Gohan die. You know, way back, and so and all of that's built up to the point where like it's messing with his you know it's messing with his mind. Mm-hmm. And um, and then he has to travel back in time. Right, and yeah. then you find out like because he traveled. In that first instance, you know, dealing with like the androids, they're like, this is now kind of like the the new reality. And yeah, it's like, like oh, if something bad happens, I'll just go get Goku from ten years ago, like right. twenty years ago. It's like, cop out. Right. Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just do it yourself. Because right. he ended up doing it himself anyway. Exactly. That fucking dickhead. Yeah, Who taught yeah, him how to use a spirit sword? I don't. That know. came out of nowhere. I, I hated that. Came from. Was um. Was that was that movie where he gets the sword as a child canon? I don't know. I'm sure it is. It should be. I never watched the movies. I never really watched the movies. What? I don't know why. I was just I didn't know they existed until I was like fucking 
17. Yo, bro. You like, gotta, I don't know why. Gotta watch some shits. Well, some movies, they were just kind of there to be I've there. seen the Brawley movie now. But I mean, like, I've never watched them before. So I've, I've seen, seen the Brawley movie now. And you I've seen, seen all three? No, I guess I saw one of them. I didn't know there was more than one. The first two are... Watch the first two. The third one doesn't count for me. It's, it's do, do all, are all three of them like an origin type story? Because I've seen the one where it's like, like where they first meet or something. Uh, nah, nah. The the so the first one is like the origin of like Broly. The second one is just him again, and the third one is just like him and just like in a what if kind of scenario. Uh-huh. I really don't count it because he really doesn't do anything. Yeah, and he's just like to the point where like you don't even recognize him. It's uh-huh. not the same character. Like okay. he's just. I feel like they. Like the people at Funimation knew that Broly brought in a lot of cash and a lot of yeah, revenue yeah. and stuff, and they're just like, "Yeah, we're just." That's what they're doing with the new one because it's Broly Loki. again. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. I kind of have high hopes for this one, just because they. I think like, they're tying it in with the real story. Yeah, though. yeah. So I'm excited to see what they do, but I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Re- I'm excited to see this one just because. Fuck it. I watched every episode of Super. Why not just watch the movie? You right. Know what I mean, I <laughs> I've already sucked into their like little market. The like might universe. as well. Yeah. yeah. So uh, might as well. Who's your uh, Who's your favorite uh, DBZ character or Dragon Ball character? Oh, from DBZ, it would have had to been. It's hard to tell. There's so many that I like. Mostly, mostly the bad guys. The bad guys. I feel you on that. I'm one of those people who like Gohan Boo, the like mid-sized Boo. Okay, yeah, I feel you. That's I don't know why he was just ruthless. Like, he was. yeah, I just nah. like he like hit people where it hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I really liked. <sighs> no, I don't like that guy. I don't do. It's so many to pick so from. Many. I don't know how I got. None really stand out to me. I feel you. Like they all kind of are like the top spot in my opinion. It's you. hard for me to pick one, yeah. so. Cell, so, for me. I don't really like. I feel like Cell is like, like Goku. Cell? I feel like he's like Goku. It's like everybody likes fucking Cell. You yeah. know what I mean? What about the androids? You like the androids? I like the android. I didn't like. I didn't like the fat one. Fifteen, I think it was. Yeah, he was irrelevant to me. I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't like that dude. Yeah. And I didn't like uh, the the creator that got the long hair. Oh, Doctor Zero. Doctor Zero. Yeah, yeah, he was kind of like a placeholder, for me too. Yeah, yeah. like. I, just I like Krillin. Cause he's an underdog. Yeah, bro. Like, he's the strongest human. He really is. Like, like canon, he human. is. He's the strongest human. That's crazy. And he was—he's like a monk. Is he a monk? No, nah, he just he shaves his head. Oh, well, I mean, I guess he was like a monk. He was just training with, with uh, fuck. He's training with somebody. No, the the fucking old guy. I keep forgetting. Oh, Masaroshi. Masaroshi. Yeah. Cause him and Goku trained together in Dragon Ball. Right. Yeah. Man. Yamcha was my dog in, in fucking Dragon Ball. High key. Bro, you know what I'm so mad about, though? Like, I just feel like they took all the villains from Dragon Ball and just made them so irrelevant in Z. In oh, Super yeah. Red. I was yeah. just like, why? Like, there, was like, there was like nothing. Like nothing. They were like borderline good guys compared to the bad guys in Z. Right. And then in fucking Super, it's like... The bag cell seemed like fucking nothing because he was just trying to kill everybody on the planet. These people trying to blow up universes. You know what I mean? Crazy, man. They had to get their stuff together. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed uh, the androids. I just feel like they just they just did a lot. Like mm-hmm. even uh, like in the future in the future universe and mm-hmm. compared to the uh, the one that I guess we were following mainly. Uh, man, I just feel like they were like they they proved. 
that they deserve to be in the role gallery of Dragon Ball. Because mm-hmm. they, they can keep up with, like, the Z fighters. Like, Android 17. They have unlimited energy. Right. That's what I'm saying. And then, like, did you see Goku and uh, 17's fighting Super? Yeah. That shit pissed me off. What? It did? What, what, made, you, what made you upset? Because, like, how can everyone keep up with a Super Saiyan God extended oh, yeah. Goku? Because, like, Blue is past God. Like, they made such a big deal out of God. Like, yeah. where, where, like, he had to get the red hair. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he just does it instantly now. And he turns blue, which is past that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Vegeta just skipped that shit completely. Right. He didn't even have to do that. He just got blue. Because they did. felt bad for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, and Super just did a bunch of weird shit, man. They did. Honestly. I, I don't... Low-key, I don't, I don't really count Super. Because, like, how the fuck can Krillin... Krillin... Keep up with Goku... In his Super blue Blanky. form. Yeah. How the fuck did that happen? Goku should have just like whiffed the air next to him and he would have blew up. Blew away. Like You know what maybe you know you know what made me really laugh? Uh, how I thought it was fucking hilarious how seventeen could just even remotely damage Jiren, let alone yeah, win crazy. the tournament. Yeah. Because I didn't like the plot hole with Jiren. Because mm-hmm. like in the beginning he was like, there was no point in even going near him. You already know you lost. Like, he was going to win this tournament. Right, yeah. And then, like, Goku can't even keep up with, like, the bra- the girl Brawly. I forgot about Kale. Yeah. Couldn't even touch that bitch. Couldn't. And then fucking Jiren <laughs> just goes, flick, and destroys, destroys that girl. Destroys everything. And then, magically, he can keep up with Jiren in blue form, but not... You know, it was just so many. It was so many. Like yeah. it's bad writing. It was very bad writing. He just did it so it could like fit the formula. You yeah, know? just to give people something. You know, you know what I thought was so funny it was this. Um, I guess when he got Ultra Instinct, Goku, mm-hmm. and uh, it that was, was the only exciting moment. That was the only exciting moment, and I feel like it was the writer saying that like we can't have Goku do anything else the way we've written him. So we're just gonna make him pass out and tap into. This God energy that we're going to give him and everything will be right again. I always felt like like they were trying to get at something with him and Beerus being good friends. Mm-hmm. I always felt like that Beerus was going to like ask him to be the God of Destruction. Because like Goku yeah. is so fucking reckless. Like, he really is. Man. He just put all the universes in jeopardy just so he could fight some people. Right? <clears throat> I don't know what they were thinking. Because, like, I felt like I was getting that vibe from, from Beerus a lot. Mm-hmm. That he was just like, I'm not going to try and fight this dude because he can keep up with me. Like, right, yeah. I feel like maybe I should make him the god of destruction so I can just eat. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people were theorizing that uh, Gohan would get it. But I'm just like, they didn't use him enough to... Yeah, they didn't... You know. I hated how they made Gohan, like, stop fighting. Yeah. Like, he, he, he had a chance to surpass what he... Had already surmounted. They he wanted to be a little that. bitch and do it his own way. Right. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I feel like his Japanese voice is so annoying. It's so funny. I think though. it's the same voice actor as the as Goku, right? It sounds like it. Yeah. I think it's the same woman. Oh my. I think gosh. it's so weird how a woman does a man's voice. But it's crazy. You know they do it in Naruto too. Like yeah, Naruto's. they do. Yeah. But I that's in English though. Yeah. I. I I didn't really like Naruto. I guess you can get... I don't know if you're a big fanboy, but I wasn't big into Naruto. Yeah, me neither. I mean, it was there, and I watched it. Yeah. Um, I have favorite characters, but, like, as a whole... I mean... It, I've not, seen some fights, just because, like, the fighting scenes are cool, mm-hmm. I guess, but I never liked the, like, 
the whole plot of the show enough to like watch it. Yeah. So like I watched the Naruto versus Sasuke like at the very very end like the last fight mm-hmm. I watched that I liked the fight with Triple I think and Gara Oh Rockley Rockley oh, and Gara that's one of my top five fights of Naruto Yeah that shit was dope he like threw those fucking anklets off and they just blew up, blew up. Yeah that shit was dope That movie was crazy man. They were so fucking heavy and he just <laughs> that shit was cool was just going He should have won that fight honestly He should have won out like that I'm, and I'm and I get so <laughs> mad every time I watch that fight because I'm just like really. Really, like, uh, he, he got sand on his skin, and so, like, he lives. Nah, man, nah, you need to die, bro. That sand's not quick enough. Mm-hmm. Give, give Broccoli his credit. <laughs> oh, man, but yeah, okay. So, back to the music. Sorry, mm-hmm. we got off topic. Nah, that's cool, it's cool. So, you said something about old Spanish. So, how are you affiliated with Cult 45? Man, so, uh, I'm gonna take it back to uh, late 2016. I go to a show called Fade the Flow Sunday at Uppercuts Barbershop. Shout out to Mike P. Shout out to Marcel P. Black. I said Mike P. Shout out to Mike T. Excuse me. Um, And, you know, that's my first show in the hip-hop world, right? Mm -hmm. And so I done broke ground. um, And, you know, it was to the point where I just felt the vibe was very organic of the show because it was open to everybody. Um, they had free food, you know, it was a free event and it was just really mainly for the culture of hip hop. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, why not? You know, who wouldn't like that? So, uh, I keep going back, uh, you know, uh, just multiple times just to show support and just to show love because I just feel like it's a very genuine thing to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, sure enough, I want to say my, my third or fourth time uh, going to Fade the Flow is when I run into uh, Old Spanish and Terry, or who's also known as uh, T-Scar. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they have a they have a slot on the set, and they're doing their thing, and I just remember saying to myself, like, these cats sound completely different from any of the sound that I've heard in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. So I want to bookmark them in my mind, and maybe, you know, be friends, but also just establish myself um, just to make an impression mm-hmm. and so uh, you know I go up hey man yo I really liked your set you know yada yada you know how artists meet artists after yeah. they perform um, so cool we exchange contacts uh, later on you know we keep seeing each other at shows and that's when we kind of like solidified the friendship I guess mm-hmm and so now it, it got to the point where I'm just over at uh, Old Spanish's house just doing art shit, you know. <laughs> and each and every time that, like, I would visit his house, it would always be something different. Like, I think the first time, uh, I forgot where we were going. Like, we were going to shoot something, doing something with the camera. And then the next time, it's, um, we're, we're doing photo shoots for a song that we're about to release or uh, Broken Papyrus. Um, the next time, you know, it's a house party. And, <laughs> you know, it always changes. Like, like the the environment was just so dynamic. Like, Old Spanish as a person is just really dynamic. He does a lot of things, you know? Mm-hmm. And so uh, he, has a, he has a festival coming up in December. And I'm really proud of him because, you know, I understand that it takes a lot of, of resources and energy just to yeah, put the does. festival, you know, on. So. 
45 minute fest. Mini fest. Mini fest, bro. Y'all should be there. I'll be on the card too. Yeah, you're on the set, aren't you? Be rocking some shit. Yeah, man. I'm on the card. I'm on the set. That's what's up. <laughs> I'll be there. Bet. Bet, bet. I'll it's be there be giving out interviews. I'll be interviewing people. Yo, bro. I will. Come check us out. I got you. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Subculture Vulture, man. If y'all don't know, now you know. They y'all know, don't know. They know because they're listening. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, <laughs> for the people, <laughs> for the people just uh, seeing this, yeah, bro, stick with your mans, man. It's a it's a really solid dude, really genuine dude. Ain't too many like him in the area. Thank you. I just had to put that out there. <laughs> Thank you. It's no always problem, good bro. to send out good vibes. Hey, always, man. Law of attraction, you get what you receive. Oh yeah. So it's gonna I've definitely back. been noticing that. It's very strange. It's real. No. I always thought it was like complete bullshit because I used to hear people say it and I'd be like. Fuck that shit. Like, my life sucks. Like, this ain't real. Like, I can't just say happy things and think of things happen. No, I was fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah, bro, honestly. Nah, look, I was uh, I was a skeptic and a cynic myself. Honestly, tell me why. And this has always happened to me. It's just, whenever, like, I would just post something about, like, rap shit. Like, I remember I went overseas to uh, Greece and Italy. I met a beatboxer out there by the name of Eddie Harper. Mm-hmm. I do some shit with him on the street. I come back. I have footage. Uh, you know, so I just sit on the footage for a minute. I post, like, a snippet of it a while back, but, like, I had this other clip that I really wanted to, to put out just because, just, you know, just to mm-hmm. show my face. About 15 to 20 minutes later, I get a DM from uh, one of my friends. Hey, bro, I got a show um, that I'm doing on like the 4th of this month and I want you on the set. Can you make it? Yes, I can. (laughs) I can. (laughs) I can. So, um, you know, and it just got to a point where uh, the more that I fed that that part of myself, that artist in me, um, the more it reciprocated and the more it displayed on the outside. And so... Because you put out good shit, bro. put out good shit. And, you know, you keep it going and you just you just keep watering. You know, it's like a plant. I feel like humans, if anything, are really close to what plants are. Mm-hmm. Low-key. Not, not just, uh, I mean, yeah. You yeah. think plants have consciousness? Low-key. To an I, extent. I think they do because they react to, like, vibrations and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I read a report that, uh, you know, they they know when they're about to get eaten. <laughs> so I think they have something I think like in the chemical structure I think there's like one chemical that differs us between like plants and I think it's like shit I forgot but it's something it's something but, like, I read something that like octopi have like the like everything on this planet generally has like somewhat of the same makeup mm-hmm. but like octopi have like Maybe like one percent of the same shit. Really? Yeah, they're like complete. I, I, you know, go, go research this because mm-hmm. I'm not like a hundred percent sure. I remember reading the the study though, mm-hmm. and it was like they were just com- the, the octopi are just nothing like what else is on Earth. Mm. You know, they're just completely different. Man, that's crazy. Because they 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 like truly think. If you haven't like seen like an octopus do something, like they think, like arguably the same way we do. Mm. Like, they can figure out how to open bottles, like, how to escape, like, and they can fit through small shit. So, like, octopi are weird. If you like researching weird shit, go look up octopi, like, octopus. 
No, they're, they're crazy, man. Oh, yeah, I'm going to definitely have to check into that when I get Because you're talking about the same chemical makeup as us and plants. So, mm-hmm. like, go look up the differences between humans and Occupy. It's you. strange. Bro. Hey, look. Whoever said uh, reality is stranger than fiction, I believe them. Oh, dude, it is. <laughs> Why do people think unicorns are so magical? It's just a horse with a fucking horn in its head. That's it. Look at a giraffe. Like right, that bitch bro. is crazy. The, the Why neck is it is so as long as a like a slide? You feel me? Like yeah. Look at a platypus. That I, bitch is crazy weird. It's crazy, crazy weird. You know what? Uh, what kind of makes me curious to to just see what's out there? I feel like it's so crazy that the moon, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, would you call it a body of gas? Like no. Because it's hard, It's right? a rock. It's yeah. a rock. Uh, a big-ass rock can control water on another planet just by moving. Yeah. Ain't that crazy? Like, it's millions of miles away. Yeah. But it can still have that effect on something. Like it's because it's so huge. Right. So, like, you got to think. The Earth is fucking huge, and mm-hmm. the moon is also huge, but not as huge. Mm-hmm. But to them, it's like they're this close. Like, they're not very far away for them. Like, if you zoomed out, mm-hmm. like, neither one of them are far away. Mm-hmm. But, like, up close, they're really far away for us since we're so small. Right. So but to like, them, like, that distance between there is probably, like, nothing. Nothing. You know? That's crazy. Man. It's perception, Perception man. is a motherfucker. Yeah. That's my phrase, bro. Like, yeah. I stick with that all the time. Perception is a motherfucker. Yeah. Because you got to think, somebody who's like fucking six foot sees the world completely different, different. than like a midget does. No Facts. offense by saying midget, but like that's what I classify you as if you're a midget. That's I feel a midget. you. I feel you. Nah, I completely <laughs> agree, man. Nah, it's, it's crazy. Like, And that's a whole life experience of, of, of yeah. seeing that interpretation, you feel me? Yeah, like you see your world that way. So like you don't, like subliminally, you just think it's that way because you're living it that way. Right. But like it's some, it's completely different for someone else. Makes but that's, same, that's with every single person though. That's you know true. What I mean? That's just a drastic way to look at it. Yeah. Because they're seeing everything really low and they, they, they know what they can and cannot do. Right. And then they see everything from way up high and same thing, they know what they can and cannot do. So that controls their perception of life. It's crazy, and that's that's six million people <clears throat> in different perceptions. It's mm-hmm. like six million perceptions going mm-hmm. on at once, simultaneously. Because every a lot of people are alike, but every single person is different. It's different. Like, oh yeah, I like this ice cream. Do you like it? Nah, I don't like how it tastes. Why not? Oh, I just don't like the sweetness of it. Well, I think the sweetness is just right. Well, I don't. And then. And that's what I feel like people lost nowadays, like. People are always trying to find like-minded people, mm-hmm. but like you need someone who has the like oppositions with you because like it builds your character. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's contrast right there. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it like it's good to have someone who doesn't believe the same shit you you believe. Like I don't know. I feel like it's stupid if you only hang around people. Like I feel like it's a cult in my opinion. Yeah. No offense, Cult Forty Five. Talking about a different type of cult. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a it's like a cult essentially. If like you all believe in the same fucking shit, it's like you're. I feel like you're less of a human being if you're just trying to follow the crowd than yeah. you are just being yourself. I you know agree. what I mean? Yeah. It's like you follow like a preset of life. Like it's yeah. already been done by somebody. Yeah. You just yeah. A pre- that's a good way to fucking put it, a preset. That's how I feel sometimes. Not like me personally. Do you feel like they're robots, man? 
High key, yeah. yeah. Honestly, zombies. I feel like zombies are real. Like yeah. everybody, like on the phone, like twenty four. I'm one of those around. people. Um, I mean, but you're not now. I'm not right now. You, no. you have a focus on something. Yeah. There's some people that are just like in the phone like twenty four seven. You yeah. Feel me? You're right. And that shit is scary to me, like, cause that's a real thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Sometimes I just they're they're afraid of conflict as well. Like they'll have conflict all fucking day on the phone. Yeah. And they'll strongly believe in whatever they want on the phone. The second they put it down, to go actively try to do that, they don't want to do it. They don't want to do it. And they don't understand that they're falling into the trap of that right there. Right. And it's man. It's they want crazy. you to sit there and complain on the phone. Cause what the fuck, what, what the fuck are you gonna do while you complain on the phone? Not change what's really going on. What's really going on, bro? Twitter. I hate Twitter so much. I love and hate Twitter at the same time. I feel like you can get so much done with just like the, the interaction that people give you. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like people just release all their frustrations into this place. And I'm just like, I don't want to see this. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, even though you might not be talking about it's me. It's mainstream hatred, definitely. Facts. Low-key Instagram, too. Like, you, you just have to be careful. Like, I love Instagram now. I hated it, because I don't, I don't know why I hated it, but mm-hmm. I hated it. And then, like, I just recently started using it, like, not recently, but, like, six, eight months ago. Mm-hmm. And, like, that shit's so much better. It has, like, less fluff in it. Yeah. It's just, I like, see. straight to the point posts. And Nike, if people... Yeah. I mean, unless, like, people post, like, a some bullshit. But, like, I, I barely follow people who post some bullshit. So, Thanks. it's just, like, straight, I guess, content. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel you. I don't know. Like, the only thing I hate about Instagram is that... <sighs> Like, all the advertisements, like, in between. Mm-hmm. Like, every four posts, like, you see an advertisement. They hit the stories, too, now. I hate that shit so much. Bro. Yeah, dude, the story thing did fuck me up. Yeah, I, was like, I was just going through my stories, and then it's, like, fucking winter fresh gum or something. It's like, get the fuck out of here. I want to see bro. this shit. Come on, man. Like, I love seeing my boys' ads, though. Yeah, like, I like that. <laughs> see, and I think that's how they get us. Like, yeah. they'll, they'll put something foreign in the post, in, like, the stream, and then all of a sudden you see somebody that you know. It has a sponsored post, and I'm just like, ah. Why'd you waste this view on someone that has already seen it? Fuck right. you, Instagram. <laughs> Let this Send my view to some person who wouldn't fucking see this thing already. Right. That's what I hate. I love seeing it because I like seeing that they're putting in work for their marketing. Mm-hmm. But I hate seeing it because it's like, that just took off like a cent. You just paid a cent so I could see it. Right. And it's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, low-key, low it's... I don't know. I feel like they still have a little work to do with their algorithm, but mm-hmm. it's it's almost there. Mm-hmm. It's almost there, and I I don't know. Like it's the same algorithm for uh, Facebook. Really? Facebook owns Instagram now. Oh, they you didn't know that. Do. Yeah, they do. Man, that's crazy. That's dangerous. It's the same shit. You, your Instagram posts can be like Link sponsored Facebook. on Facebook. So if you sponsor your like Instagram video, you can sponsor the same post mm-hmm. on Facebook and it'll make like a post on your Facebook page. Oh. I do that but not sponsoring ones. I just like I have my Instagram post to my Facebook. Mm. I feel you. Man, that's crazy. I feel like it's only gotten that big because people have realized that it's really it could be like a, a actual tool that you can convert social currency for like actual monetary currency. Mm-hmm. Like honestly I'll keep it a buck fifty. Uh, I've made more money off of Instagram than I have using any other social media platform. 
That's awesome, man. Yeah, bro. That's crazy. Thank you. I mean, I hope to continue doing it, but just like realizing that shit, it's, I don't know, it's, that's just powerful, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it is. When, I feel like when everybody realizes it, because I, I think it's not being used in that sense by everybody, but if something similar comes out to it, it's going to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's going to be real, real dangerous. Nah, it nah, already nah. is sort of dangerous. High key, honestly. Social media, man. It's your, it's your best friend and your worst enemy at the same time. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's like it's all about the people. Yeah, but you know, at the same time, I feel like it's a it's a direct output of like the law of attraction too. Mm-hmm. It's like what you put out is what you receive, and I don't know, you can just finesse it however you like. But at the same time, all that's gonna come back to you. you know? I feel that. So it's a good practice, but you know, it, it gets toxic after a while. Yeah, man, honestly. Without Instagram, I would say, I I do I do owe these people that well my camera just shut up oh well, um, I'd say that uh, you know uh, I think I've been able to explore more of the music scene in my city mm-hmm. um, because of Instagram because of Instagram mm-hmm. like half the people I wouldn't say half but about like a third of the people I probably would have never talked to just because. I wouldn't have an Instagram. I probably would have got to them eventually, like down the line, but just having that tool just catalyzed that experience for me. So in a sense, I guess, you know, you use it for what you want. I feel that. Yeah. Life happens, man. Life happens, and that's what you need to live by. Big facts. And drink your water, fellas. And drink water. Wait. Bro, let me tell you about water. I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Absentee. It was nice having you. Thank you for having me, man. I I hope to see you in the future, brother. Hey, already, bro. Already. Speak it into existence. All right, guys. Have a good night. Peace.